Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Letter Boss. I'm so excited because today we're actually getting to talk to one of our own. One of our agents is going to come in and tell his story. But first, Liana, you have a fabulous story of an iconic entrepreneur that you're going to share with us today. And what I love is I've I've heard so many stories about her, but I've I don't think even having read some of her books that I've heard from the beginning, some of the stories you were sharing with me. So I'm going to go ahead and let Liana tell you about Oprah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good to see everybody again. Glad you're here with us. Um, and I'm glad to be back and we have an exciting um, guest today. Um, but I did do a little research because, you know, when we talk about entrepreneurs, who comes to mind? Oprah. She's just mega amazing. And I thought, well, how did she get started? And then I kind of went back and I looked a little bit and I found that, so she had been um, raised in her early childhood by her mom, who was on food stamps and just really, really uh, challenging life. Grandma kind of stepped in, I understand. And then she went to stay with dad. And dad was the one who was very much like, if you're going to do anything, you do it right, you know, uh, very strict. So that's kind of where she got that work ethic. And then um, when she was 17, she won the Miss Nashville Be Black Beauty Contest. Come on. See, I did not, I had never heard that before. I had no idea either. And then I think in that she won some money and she got to be one of the first hosts of a Black, black Network um, news show. And then by the time she was 19, she was the first anchor. And, and then it just kind of evolves from there. And then she had her show in Chicago, which was a morning show. And that's what got renamed as the Oprah Winfrey Show. And she was a millionaire by 32. Absolutely amazing. And she continues. You know what's interesting about Oprah? Is it wasn't just one journey to one end, right? She did, she started here and then succeeded at that. And then there was a, a new entrepreneurial goal. And then she succeeded at that. And then there became a new one and, and another one. And, and it's so interesting. I think to see that evolution where it's just not like I'm going to dream that one thing, then I'm going to get there and it's all done. Just, she just had a dream to do amazing things and win. And you know what? I, I we, We've had um, several beauty queens. We want to, um, we've had Miss Oregon that has worked with us. Um, I, I've worked with a few that have run it. And the, what it takes there is tremendous discipline because Amazing. it's so much more than just looking pretty and walking on stage. Like you have to be poised and know how to do public speaking. And so it probably led into so many other things. You just don't really know, you know, where you're going to get your start and what it's going to lead to. So I love that. It's interesting. I used to recruit um, and help people find jobs and careers. And that was it. Just do something sometimes because even if that's not the end all action leads you to something that will then lead to something else which is actually really exciting i'd like to go ahead if you're ready i'd like okay. to introduce our guest yes, today yes, absolutely yes eric dawson is going to join us today and i'm going to just kind of get up and have him come on in and okay. he's going to tell us a little bit about his story sounds good hi eric hey it's a little johnny carson handoff here 
<laughs> All right. Not speaking of beauty queens or one name celebrities, maybe one day I'll be a one name realtor. <laughs> Give me Eric. Come here, just Eric. Well, you guys, you know, as a joke that I've, I've just got, I'm just starting to go by one name. I'm just dropping yeah. the last part because I'm so yes. tired of changing it. <laughs> yes, and to have it mean one thing. When you hear the name Oprah, it represents a whole idea. So it's like not it's just, Eric. you know what I mean? Yeah. How cool just would that Eric. be? Eric. Just Eric. <laughs> well, Eric, I, I like to refer to Eric as one of my favorite people, and I know exactly where you got your start because I know, as in real estate, you yeah. you it started with our friendship and um, you learning about it. But there, there's many layers to <laughs> where Eric started yeah. and um, what motivated you to get into the entrepreneurial side of our business. Um, but you had. You had careers before this, and you oh, had... Yeah, a few. Yeah. So yeah. Tell, us, tell us where you started. So I was, first of all, starting way back when I was, uh, you know, a kid, I uh, was a military brat. And so I moved around a lot in my life. My dad was in the Air Force. He was a career Air Force person. So uh, I, I learned a lot about meeting people, getting to know people, establishing rapport, you know, I wasn't thinking that when I was doing it, but it was like kind of a survival tactic in order to make friends again and again and again, because you would move to another place and have to start all over again. Um, it kind of created that skill set for me that I realize now is incredibly valuable. You know, it's like, okay, so when I meet a client for the first time, I, uh, you know, say, so, you know, who are you? And trying to understand, maybe find some commonality there. And I feel like that's a great benefit of my varied background. So um, we settled in Oregon in the middle 70s. And uh, I, you know, I really had no idea what I wanted to do in my life, actually, for a long time. And uh, so then I decided after graduating high school, I took about three years before I went into college. I, did, I truly did not know, have any idea. So I made the absolute most practical choice, which was to go to art school. Which my dad was thrilled with. I said, no, I'm not going into the military. Nope. Okay. I want to be a painter. Actually, I, I kind of lied. I said, I want to be a graphic designer because they make money. And then I realized that all the painters and the fine artists were having the most fun. So I was like, that's what I want to do <laughs> without saying it. You're like, you know, find me a party That's just kind of how take. it happened. Yeah. But let me just say something about that. Uh, art school taught me most the biggest thing I should say that it taught me was how to think, how to think critically, how to look at things from multiple angles. So I still feel like I use my art education and all the things that I encountered and experienced during that time uh, in my current life. And uh, the other thing, the other gift that art uh, art school gave me was the gift of no expectations. Because where what am I going to do after I graduate from art school? what am I going to do? I mean, literally, like, how am I going to make money, you know? And uh, so I always, I think it was kind of a little bit um, stressful, but I mean, everybody stresses about trying to figure out what they want to do and where they're going to work and that kind of thing. And, um, but it also gave me a much more open mind to the possibilities of life. And the one thing, the one skill set that I do bring 
is my ability to connect with people and to talk to people and to relate to people and also to make people feel comfortable. And so, um, again, with my very uh, experience in my life, being just, having lived in so many places and done so many different things, I can find multiple ways to connect with somebody. We've got something in common. We'll talk for five minutes. I guarantee you we will be connecting. We will figure something out. And Eric, I do want to jump into something that you said because I think that that's something in knowing you that just the, the switch flipped on. It's that not having expectations. Mm -hmm. And how lovely is that sometimes when listening and meeting people is it opens up the world of what you get in return right. in that transaction or in that moment in time with that other individual. And I think sometimes, especially when we get into sales or having a passion or a goal, we're looking for the outcome and not being just in the moment where you can find that. Absolutely. That was lovely. Another overarching theme of my life, which is being in the moment. I have a tattoo on my arm that says, be here now. And, uh, and that really is true because it's like, it, it, it allows you to not get hung up, like you said, on outcomes and expectations. And, you know, if something happens in your life, you're like, this is horrible. And you're like, well, not necessarily. And if you hang around long enough and be patient enough, eventually you might see that it's actually better than anything you could have conjured in your own mind and your imagination. It just reveals itself. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yes, that's so much better than I could have thought, you know. Um, also the same on the other side too, is like if something is uh, comes at you that's like amazing, you know, wait for it. <laughs> because sometimes it's not, you know, or sometimes it may be more of a struggle, more of a lift. And I think in the transactions that we do, sometimes they're super easy. And then, especially now in this current market, things have gotten a little bit trickier and a little bit more of a lift for sure. And um, so I just kind of try to stay in the middle and, you know, be ready to pivot depending on what happens um, and keep your cool, keep your calm. And I think that's such a huge thing in terms of negotiation with clients and that sort of thing, uh, or, you know, with other agents and that kind of thing, uh, to be calm and non-emotional as much as possible. If you do it the other way, it's almost a guaranteed lose. Exactly, and I wanted yeah. to add on to that, that sometimes it's really only us that place the negative or the positive. Mm -hmm. Any situation, if I get a flat tire, what if I knew that that, flyer, that flat tire was saving me from a, a collision yeah. two miles down the road? True. I would look at that moment differently. So if we can get rid of the, oh, this is great, or oh, this is bad, we're really open to what it really can yeah. be. Yeah, and you can still, if you're in the moment too, you can handle whatever happens there, right there, yeah. right now. You can do that. Yeah. Well, you and know? I think that, that going back to having expectations when you meet people, you don't know why they're in your life. And I think really important thing for entrepreneurs and then when you're also, when you're in sales, it's not having an expectation of any outcome from that. But mm -hmm. that's usually when you find the best connections. Yeah. 
And I, I remember when I met Eric, like you, we were, you were not there to meet me at that time. I think mm-hmm. you were on a date <laughs> and yes. I showed up and, yeah. Yeah. and we, we just connected. <laughs> yeah. And I knew in that moment I told the guy knew his, the person he was on the date with, I said, well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I don't keep this person because we had that instant connection, <laughs> yeah. but there was no expectation for that meeting. There was no expectation other than this person going to just it gets revealed be there. And it was time. several years later that mm-hmm. ended up doing business, you know, deciding to come and work together. Um, yeah. You just don't know where that's going to, but if you, if you get hung up on why is this person or this person's, this fits into this, what does this of mean? my life? Yeah. Was yeah. this, or mean? I need this outcome yeah. and yeah. I didn't get it. So I'm going to let it go yeah. to the wayside. hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Follow the moment and be in the moment, but also just being able to connect with anyone. I think, you know, we were in a bar, but I was pregnant and I wasn't drinking. You guys were drinking. You were on the date. I was like, you yeah. know, we should have really probably had any kind of connection there. Cause there was, but, but, I, but I remember that time. And I, I just also remember, I think I brought it up. I just said, I, it just seems like, I can mean, it seems like right now when I think about it, but it's like, I realized that I did have a curiosity about real estate. Mm-hmm. And I also came to realize, too, um, from my art background, actually, because I watched um, Portland evolve. I watched it, you know, you see areas, and I'd seen this. I'd live in Philadelphia for 10 years, and sort of the same thing. We see places that, you know, areas that were kind of depressed areas, and then artists would come in and open their studios, and then... Um, and then the cafes and the bars would figure it out. And that's, this is a cool area because that's where all the artists are. Well, then eventually what would happen is the, all the artists would get priced out of the, the you know, they get, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. rents would go up and you couldn't live there anymore. So you go find another spot. And I've seen that again and again and again in Portland. So I was like, kind of had a real estate mind happening back then without even really knowing it, you know? And that's what I look mm-hmm. for now is trends like that. It's very interesting to me how it happens. So, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing we've been talking a lot about um, vision planning and business planning and uh, staying motivated mm-hmm. because as things change, even our, even our clients, we need to keep them motivated through rates going up and prices changing and prices decreasing when you're a seller and, and having, um, you know, keeping your eye on the prize and not getting focused just on that original expectation uh, and you, you have a background in art, but you also have a huge background in fitness. Right. And, um, yeah. and I want to talk a little bit about that because yeah. I know that your, uh, motivation is what has kept you in this industry. Cause there was, there's been already, even without market changes, you've had hard times in this business. True. Um, there's a lot of highs and lows in real estate and I think that your strength of motivating yourself has come a lot from your background in what motivated you in Absolutely. fitness. Oh yeah. So totally. I went, I know like it started with rock, rock climbing was one yeah. area of that. Yeah. So tell us more about that. I was a climber for over 20 years. I, had, I was a rock climber and a mountaineer and, uh, I did a fair amount of traveling in that. And I actually used to also run a rock climbing gym in Tualatin for, about six years. Um, so got to meet a lot of really interesting, cool people that way. You know, back then the climbing world was a lot smaller. So a lot of the big, the big, you know, some of the best climbers in the world, I, I, I got to know them, which was really interesting and fun, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I think with fitness, um, motivation, um, sometimes it's not always there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it comes down to discipline. And I think that through 
a lot I, and I read a lot and I, I I follow a lot of people that are into you know inspiring others and I'm inspired by that and I want to share that I want to give that out um, I love seeing and it doesn't matter for example we have a, um, a Facebook page called the struggle is real and it's basically I don't care what background you're, you're coming from I don't care what level you're at if you're trying to do something trying to uh, transcend your boundaries tra trying to transcend your limits perceived or or actual then uh, I want to cheer you on and that's what we do on the page which is really great I love it it just yeah. it, there's no ego with it there's it's just and seriously like I was amazed at how many people were receptive to that You're sharing seriously we're mm -hmm. at about almost 600 people in our group right now and they they're all over the country and they're actually even international yeah. um, which like how cool. did how did you know I never knew I never ever realized how that would go well and it's various different you know there you've got folks running marathons and then mom's just trying to lose baby weight like everybody's uh -huh. in a different place but yeah but the struggle of keeping motivated yes. is, is real for everyone and it's different no matter what for it everyone is. but mm -hmm. the principles behind you know finding that determination and what drives you is going to be the same yes yeah and I think again like I say the discipline part but also seeing other people push past their limits, you know, overcoming whatever, like you said, whatever, you know, challenges they have in their life. I am completely and utterly inspired by it. And I, you know, it gets me emotional actually. I, when I see that, um, but it can happen on so many levels, whether you're fighting an illness or, you know, just trying to, like you said, shed the baby weight or whatever, you know, like that is what it's all about. That's what we're here for is to inspire others and to make them better and to make them actually really and I and I would extend this to my clients as well make them believe that the pop that what seems impossible is actually possible yeah you know it's like I'm not the person to talk to if you're looking for negative feedback I, I you know I'll be honest with you but at the same time I am like I know you're there's gonna no find room the win. for that you're gonna find the win in there for them even yeah if they're they're their dog and where their 100%. progress is at. Yeah, yeah. So and that that that's like a lot of onboard recruitment of your own. It's an inside job, as I like to say. You know, drawing on what that positivity, conjuring that positivity. You know, and it works. I'm telling you, it works. When, and focusing on those small goals. One thing I love about and and anyone that climbs, yeah. and then I'm sure the same with I did never did do a lot of rock climbing, but mountaineering mm -hmm. for sure and it's like translates so much back into an entrepreneur i say you know when you go to climb a mountain you have a it's vision right you're like yeah. i want to get to the top of this yeah. but then you have to have a plan because you got to yes. plan around the weather you got to plan around yeah. if you're going to cross the glaciers what are you going to pack you got to plan out the the benchmarks Logistics. that you're going to hit yeah. but you know and i know when you get on that mountain you you are following your plan but sometimes you can only focus on the 20 steps in front of you. You have to. And you celebrate those 20 <laughs> yeah. steps. And then you're, yeah. and they say, okay, when you get to that point where you're going to stop, don't look at the top. Just mm -hmm. look, find a rock, a bush, a, a yeah. something, and that next little 20 feet away. And you focus yeah. on that and you make it that 20 yeah. feet. And it's so much like our business because like I'm right now telling everyone, you know, you have your 10-year vision, your five-year, your one-year. Then we're going to break it down all the way into the day and the hour Basic. and you're going to celebrate each hour yeah. of those achievements just like you would yeah. in in fitness and that's what i think misses so much people will look at someone that's really fit or what they achieved and really it was broke down into what they ate when they went to bed when they got up 
yeah. everything that they Super did basic. to get there. Yeah. 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 And I, I think too, like it's, I mean, listen, I don't care how elite you are. I don't care, you know, what level you're at and your, you know, whatever it is that you do, you're going to get setbacks. Mm -hmm. Everybody has them to, to think that you look at somebody like, I don't know, Laird Hamilton, for example, who's like a big wave surfer, who's like amazing. Um, and you're like, believe me, that guy has his moments. He does. Oh, and yeah. everybody does. We all do. It's what you do with it is what is the, 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 the deal. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's rallying. How do you rally? Where, who are your support people that you can lean on that can help you? That's, it's, it's also not a solo job. No. You know, you have to have people in your world that you draw upon for inspiration who believe in you and help you to believe in yourself too. And that's really crucial, I think. And I think too that, that we have more power than we know and I'm gonna take it to the exercise world because I'm learning even where I'm at every time I want to level up my game. And if I'm challenged mentally, I've started going to the workout and and changing what I'm eating and finding little victories right. there and and when you can expand out and every little victory you've really got to capitalize on and the fact that you just were consistent. Yeah. And you, we know it works with weight loss <clears throat> and getting in shape. Yeah. So why would it not work in your business? Yeah. Exactly. And I think too like doesn't matter where you're at you can be a, a new agent or someone who's on the in the middle of the path or you know more along the way um you know it we all we all start somewhere and i think that if you can keep with that operating system of believing in yourself i can't even tell you like how many times i've come into situations like i don't know i don't know i don't know what to do here i've never dealt with this before well guess what the way to look at that is learning opportunity. I get to learn how to do this now. Mm -hmm. I actually, that kind of stuff now makes me excited because I, oh yeah, I get to get better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you only can get better when you know where you're not. And yeah. so to find those places to push to, you know, that's what actually is improvement and it's nonstop. It's a nonstop process. I don't care. I don't want to hear an agent say to me, well, I've been around for, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. Well, guess what? Here's something new today. <laughs> you can never say that. You can never say you know it all. You don't. Mm -hmm. And if you do, you're setting yourself up for a lot of bad things to happen, you know, like what well, you said, you knew, you know, and sometimes it's, it's okay to say, I don't know, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I always tell, I've always tell on people, it's okay to not have the answer, but you can find it out. There's always yes. somebody that's going to have the yeah, answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think mm -hmm. too, like I've watched you in your different fitness journeys and you like to explore a lot of different kinds of fitness. Yeah. You know, yeah. you explored using uh -huh. the mace and things like yes. that. But what I always loved, you went and found the person that did it the best or was really, really good True. at it. And you're like, show me what you did. Yeah. You yeah. Know, find somebody that's really yeah. good at it and then say, or read the book or watch mm -hmm. the video. Mm -hmm. um, instead yeah, of a... just thinking, I'm like, well, I can do that. No, you're no. like, I'm going to go find somebody <laughs> that knows how, how to do, do it. How do you do this right? <laughs> how do I not make all the mistakes that you made when you were figuring it out, you know, maybe I can give myself a, a little bit more of a shortcut to getting to where I want to go. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I absolutely. think that's so important as well. I think every, every role I've ever been, I would look for that person that did it so good. Yeah. 
and I would be, I want to be that person. Yeah. And I, it yeah. is, it inspires you and it's okay to not be them. Right? Yeah. That whole feeling of, well, I've, sometimes we do that to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just okay to ask and to learn. Yeah. Oh, it was a godsend. Yeah. And even if it pulls you, maybe you don't get as good as they are, but at least it pulls you down the road. And, you know, and the thing too is like, it's the, 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 the biggest thing is to do something. Mm-hmm. Do something. something. Okay. Absolutely. Don't sit back and, and whine and, and, and worry about why you can't do anything. Do something. I tell my kids that too. It's like they're all starting now in their own careers. They're all, my youngest is still in high school, but he's already got a mind towards what he wants to do. And, um, and I'm like, two, my two biggest pieces of advice is just start. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know if it's the right thing. It'll, it'll sort itself out as you go, but to move, start moving. And the other thing is to talk to people. Because the more you talk, the more you create opportunities for yourself, learning opportunities. And for us in real estate, I'm telling you, like everything, every conversation that I have, if I immerse myself in a community, whether it was fitness or some other thing, could be church, could be a lot of other things, you're going to make connections and they're Mm -hmm. going to see who you are. And then they're going to maybe even want to work with you. And that has happened to me too, too many times to not believe in that. You know, so I I would say, you know, just get out there and you don't have to have all the answers. You just don't, you know, when I have, I have some friends that that's their special skill. Sometimes that is is that they uh, is building connections. And I think one of the biggest struggles for entrepreneurs and probably in our industry, the most, we have such a huge, you know, really high failure rate in this industry is that it is, it's a people business. It has nothing to do. I mean, we do sell houses, but really Mm -hmm. it's all about the people. But going back to the belief in self too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, right now, if you watch television, if you watch the news, if you, you know, whatever, the media in general will tell you that whatever you're doing is not the right thing and it shouldn't work. If we're, especially in real estate, we hear all this, like I call them the naysayers and the doomsdayers, right? So it, we're all told that, okay? Mm-hmm. But we also live in Oregon and we also are told uh, the weather's going to be this. And, <laughs> and it, you know, how often has it worked out that it didn't work out that way? It wasn't true, you know? And to me, it's like, okay, there's that. And then you can look out the window and see what it actually is. For me personally, in a time when it's, we're told that it's not supposed to work and we're not supposed to be having a good time. We're not supposed to, we're supposed to be struggling a lot. Right. I'm not, I am actually not. <laughs> I'm yeah. actually having, I, it, through this whole year actually, when it was, when we were dealing with heavier interest rates and that sort of thing, I've never been busier, honestly. Yeah. That's not, that's not smoke. That's truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, yeah. And I do think, um, for a lot of folks, like I know when I've hit my pitfalls and I know watching you hit pitfalls in your life, it wasn't market dictated or necessarily Mm-mm. even dictated by your poor actions in your business or anything like that. It was, you weren't winning in life. Yeah. And when you're, when you're and my, my mentor, my coach always says, what are you winning at right now? Like you need to be winning at other Find areas something. in your life. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of times it's when you start winning with your fitness or you're winning in the relationship area or you're. You know, even watching your children winning, your health in general. Yeah, that's, and it doesn't mean you have to be perfect in all those areas, Mm -hmm. but the closer you can get to perfection in those areas, the the more you're going to be winning as an entrepreneur the rest of your life because 
as it is so much about building relationships, people gravitate towards folks that are are in a position to build a relationship where we're not feeling good about ourselves yeah. and winning. Yeah. It, we're not going to be able to build very good relationships Absolutely. out there. Yeah. And, and also I think is your, it comes down to like the book, you're a badass Jensen mm-hmm. Sarah's book, um, talking about vibrations and how, you know, putting out that positive energy. It, I'm telling you, it oh, works. Attraction, it yeah. actually works. It does. Yeah. It really does. And if I'm ru- and, and if I'm bringing something, which I do, I mean, I, I, I think my superpower is positivity. So when I'm talking to people, I'm talking about, no, 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 this is a good thing. This is, you know, like, this is awesome. Or, you know, just try to bring good, positive energy. It's amazing uh, how much of a lack there is in our world for that. Mm-hmm. And people are starving for it. So if, you, if I can serve and be that person to do that, and it also helps me in my my livelihood what a great what a great pairing you know of things it is honestly. and it's such a good spot i know you're one of my talk me off the ledge people in my <laughs> life same. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. we do it back <laughs> we don't get to have that on the same day <laughs> no, no 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 that won't work <laughs> then I we don't... call liana we're like yeah. <laughs> we're all scuba divers got to share <laughs> yeah. we can't have this you know can't breathe out the regulator at the same time yin and yang so yeah i you know i appreciate that so much and i know our our clients appreciate that yeah. and, and growing in a world like this and in an industry like this, that you, you need to be that for, yeah. for the, and we forget that, that it's not about the end result for us. It's about the mm-hmm. end result for them. And then also helping them, you know, through that, not Absolutely. feeling like they're sitting on a ledge, let them get them. How do we get them to focus on the next little yeah. rock? Yeah. Like just, just focus on that little mm-hmm. rock that we're going to make right. it to that. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get through that and, and then we'll get to the next one. And the thing is too, it's like, we as agents we need to always remember that we do this every day mm-hmm. other people they do it like maybe once or twice in their whole lifetime and they're like well what what does this mean you know like mm-hmm. you know it, and and you as a as the agent have to say well you know it's okay and you've taught me that mm-hmm. you know yeah. oh that's not a, it's it's okay yeah, it's not a, this is something that happens it's nothing to worry about you know it's like when you're flying in an airplane and you hit some turbulence you know like oh my god you know we're gonna die you're like no we're okay <laughs> and you're the okay. pilot's like nope this happens every day i yeah. experience this every day and that's our job is to be the that guide for that mm-hmm. person who truly is they don't yeah. there's a lot that they don't know and that's why they need us well, and can I add on top yeah. of that is that positivity, yeah. no wonder you're doing so well. Yeah. And I think not only do people, they want to work with people that they know, but they also want to work with people that they can trust. Absolutely. And if you are feeling positive about the situation moving forward, I'm going to trust working with you versus say somebody that might yeah. be all nervous totally. and worried or negative mm-hmm. about the situation. I definitely well, want to work to with start from the door like that because I had a recent experience where, you know, it happens with us as agents when we're, uh, you know, looking at talking to somebody about listing their home and they want to pull in another agent to talk to about it. And I'm, you know, there are agents out there. I'm, I'm, I've seen it through the entire time that I've been in this business who will be less than, uh, honest, I guess. (laughs) To, about how much they can sell your home for and they'll inflate the value and that sort of thing and i'm like what a waste of time like i, I and that's why i tell them i'm like you know i understand you're going to talk to somebody else but i'm telling you my promise to you is i will tell you the truth because mm-hmm. the thing is i'm not going to tell you 
that we can float your house up at a really high price that I know is not going to happen mm-hmm. and to have the conversation with you in a, you know, a few weeks or whatever saying, well, you know, no, I could yeah. not in my good conscience do that. And so to me, it's like, let's just start from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you and I want you to be honest with me too. You've already told me that you're talking to someone else. That's fine. But I'm also going to give you my promise as to what I will give you and how I will help you uh, in the journey that you're about to go on. And I will only tell you the truth. That's well, the deal. Positivity isn't dishonesty. Like people cloud those two things. They think, okay, well, I don't want to be negative, so I'm going to fudge a little bit yeah. here on that. And that's not Mm-mm. that's not really positivity. No. Positivity is telling the truth, and then and then finding a way to make it okay. Yeah. Like that's we're gonna. This is gonna. This is where we're at. We this can is still the situation. do it. We can still do it. We can make it yeah. work. Yeah. Um, exactly. I love it. I love it. Good. Well. Well, this has been really good. Yeah. I, I I wish I could say I've learned new things about you, but I, <laughs> there's probably not a lot there. But I hope that um, there's folks out there that will learn from your journey. And yeah. that's the, and yeah. I know I have learned a lot watching your journey and, and being on that. it with you and hope you have with, with me as well. And um, I just love sharing our stories because I really Thank think you. that this is the place where we get to learn from. If there's anybody else out there that needs help or support or cheering on, I'm your person. I'm happy to do that. I want to see people succeed. And I want to just kind of wrap up again on relationships. I think sometimes we really discount when we get in this industry and we think, oh, I need to have sales. And then you go out and you meet people, but there's that expectation. Again, we go back to that, but then I need to get something from you, which is uncomfortable. And so no wonder a lot of agents don't want to go out and do that. And that's never what we're asking. It's the going, it isn't so, and it's the genuine connections. In fact, um, 10 times mentor Grant Cardone, it was a audio book that I listened to, but I really loved it. He kept saying, who am I going to meet today? Who am I supposed to meet today? That's going to, you know, help me learn and grow and get to the next place. Everyone is that, whether it's a drop of information, whether it's a bit of motivation, whether it's just making you smile on a day while you're standing in the shopping line that helps you have that next positive moment. I just think we have to revel in the, in the humanity and the relationships. Your, your mission is to serve and inspire. And uh, I think once you have that in line, the rest will take care of itself. I really do believe that. Well, that's, that's why our favorite quote is the Zig Zillers. You can have everything you want in life. If you help others get what they want. That's it. So you just, that's just not salesy. No, it's not. It's been your day. Because if you focus no. your day just going out looking to help somebody else get what they want, it does come back to you tenfold. It does. And, um, and you and get to make friends with them. You which do. Is cool too. You do. And then hopefully they like you at the end of the day too, and they're yeah. not mad. I have a lot of clients out. that are my friends now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is cool. So I it love should that. be. It should it's be. one of my favorite things. Yeah. It's a relationship business. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. I'm so yeah. glad you were here. I really love the conversations it brought up. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. Can't wait to um, share another story with you soon. So I hope you'll join us again and have an awesome week. Bye.